Hello and welcome to DFS Coach. Today is Wednesday, August 26th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Sugar, Shane Caldwell. And he's just getting off spinning some hits. We found out yesterday Sugar Shane's got the musical bug too, man. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. I dance, rap, DJ, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah, so I, I kind of. I kind of surprise some people, you know. It kind of comes out of nowhere a little bit, but uh, yeah, we're we're definitely uh, ready to ready to spin some uh, some stats and some NBA action here uh, for uh, the Wednesday slate. So I can't wait for our members to check this out and see yeah. the big, you know, the yeah. big announcement. Shane's throwing it down. I love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm that's the good note. The bad note is, see, I'm wearing my black all black today because of that hellacious performance by the Mavericks, uh, giving up 154 points. Eee, that yeah. was not a pretty uh, well, skeptical. Porzingis was already dead to you in Mavericks fans, right? So now now hopefully it's not Luca's funeral already. But <laughs> I think they took Luca out at the end of the game just to give him rest to see if he can make a run the next game because he's he was exhausted out there. You could see it. He's probably still in pain. He was exhausted. So... Yeah, the, the, I mean, the Clippers are just really deep, and they're just completely loaded. And, I mean, you know, Kawhi can just go out there and put it on you without even looking like he's trying. And then all of a sudden you have Paul George start finally start heating up, and he's dangerous now. Um, and then uh, Marcus Morris can't even miss a three-pointer barely. I mean, the guy, that guy's awesome as well. He kind of, you know, what a great pickup for them as well. So, yeah, definitely, you know, you know I was on the Clippers, you know, early – Back oh, yeah. in, I think back earlier in the summer that I predicted they're going to win, and they're looking really good right now. We'll see how it goes. So they are deep, that's for darn sure. But I, you know, I we mentioned on the podcast last night uh, if if Paul George found his rhythm, it was going to be lights out because that's you know he was throwing them off a little bit just by shooting so poorly. But now that he's back in it. They're going to be really tough to beat. I mean, there's and how no fun is uh, how fun is Jamal Murray to watch when he's just going oh, nuts out there? It's, 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 it's awesome right now. It's exciting oh, to watch that. That was unbelievable, man. That he single handedly, literally in that fourth quarter, carried them to that victory. So it's been yeah. a fun playoffs. We've had some amazing performances from a lot of players. So it's uh, it's been a blast. And and you know what? It's amazing. We're in the first round. It feels like we've been digging at this for a while, but it's the first round. So, you know, the the really good series are, are yet to uh, come. So this is going to be great, man. But again, it's going to be staying healthy. And we have, you know, that one of the big things we'll talk about today is, you know, with Dame going down, that changes the whole slate dramatically. So, you know, we're going to go through all this stuff, uh, talk about the three games tomorrow. And we have some possible closeout scenarios, too. So uh, it's going to be interesting, without question. Um, before we get rolling, though, Sh uh, Shane, let's uh, thank our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag. It is the place to go for all your sports wagering and casino action. Go to MyBookie.ag or DFSCoachTalk.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you receive up to $1,000 free match play from our wonderful friends at mybookie.ag and also tvg.com. They offer a, an exclusive offer to our members for a $300 risk-free bet. 
you can go to our, our website, dfscoachtalk.com, click on the banner that says riskfreetvg.com, and they will uh, refund your $300 if you lose. So you can't beat that free roll. All right, we're ready to get into this. Uh, real quickly, let me go over uh, the up-to-date as of right now. And this, you know, as we know, we put this up in the middle of the night, basically. Uh, so we do have updated injury report. And let me go through that real quickly, and then we'll start uh, diving into these games. We have uh, KCP is probable. He should be back. LeBron James listed as probable. Anthony Davis. I always say this. To, this is our running joke. Can you believe he's on the injury report? <laughs> he's permanently on it. <laughs> Seven and a half years straight. And he's, but he is probable, and he's playing great. Uh, the, the two big guys that are out, Russell Westbrook remains out for Houston, and Damian Lillard. You ever hear of those two guys? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Lillard's out for Portland. So that, again, big, big news there. For some reason, they keep putting Rondo on here as doubtful. Nobody wants him to play. Nobody likes him. So just go home. All right. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams still out for Orlando. And Aaron Gordon has been listed questionable since, I think, the Bush administration. I, Aaron Gordon, I don't believe, is going to play. Uh, but, hey, he's listed as questionable. And we respect the injury report. All right. Game one, we go to mybookie.ag. We've got a 4 p.m. in the afternoon game, so we have a triple header tomorrow. No super early game, so it gives us a little bit more chance to get these lineups set and uh, you know check everything out. And uh, we would ask you too, if if uh, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, do us a favor here as we're getting into this uh, uh, entire breakdown of the three games. Hit the the thumbs up subscribe and hit the little alarm button that will give you a uh, uh, notice when our podcast post those are important to us that you're uh, you mark those because it helps us go up the list on uh, YouTube so we really appreciate that all right it's the Orlando Magic and the Milwaukee Bucks this is the biggest spread there's two that are tied tomorrow for the biggest so we could, according to Vegas, going to see two out of three of these games blow out. It is the Bucks minus 14 and the over-unders 227, which is a fairly good number, the highest tomorrow. And this is a closeout game for the Bucks. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this this is the, the fastest pace game of, of all the games here. Uh, just because Houston normally is a fast-paced team, but they've been playing down to really the more OKC pace. That's We'll talk about them in game two. But fast-paced game, highest over-under, very interesting slate that we have two 14-point favorites to, to close out the series. Weird. I mean, that you don't see that very often. Uh, no. Yeah, so predicting a huge blowout here. So I guess the question is always going to be, which team do you think can hang with these 14-point uh, favorites here? Uh, does Orlando still have something to play for? I think Orlando will actually still fight and try in this game, which is good. So I think that they could maybe keep it competitive for long enough to get to get some good minutes here. Uh, so on the Orlando side, I think Markel Fultz is playing pretty good. I think he's worth a look in that $5,000 range on both sites. Uh, Terrence Ross is getting a lot of minutes off the fence. He's also $5,000. 
Uh, and he's, he's, you know, getting some peripheral stats. He's always been a good shooter. Um, you know, and so I think that he's going to get up a lot of shots. So I think he's a good guy that you can get a little lower ownership compared to some of these other value plays. And I think even Evan Fournier, you have to look at him because he's one of the main players as well at 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DK. Again, probably a little bit lower ownership. And he, yeah. he got some steals and blocks in the last few games, and he's obviously a good shooter. So if he gets hot, he, you know, someone's going to have to score for these guys. Uh, and if they're going to keep up uh, with this fast-paced Milwaukee team and try to be competitive and try to push the series out. And then really the guy that's been the, the go-to guy for Orlando, of course, is uh, Vucevic. And he's been awesome lately. Uh, and he's a guy that is still – he's a little bit – higher price but he's still reasonable 8600 on FanDuel and 92 on DK I think he's still in play there's only going to be so many centers that are are have that type of upside on this slate here um and then over on the Milwaukee side um I do I do like uh, Chris Middleton this game he's pretty cheap on FanDuel still 6600 uh and if you compare his price there's 6600 on DK that's a pretty big discrepancy there pretty big difference but he started to heat up and and he started to get a little more aggressive the last game. And, you know, I read the, uh, you know, game summary that even, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo actually kind of called him out and said, hey, you know, start getting more aggressive. And he kind of followed his advice. So that kind of leadership from Antetokounmpo and kind of inspired uh, Middleton to actually have a good breakout game. So I think he's due for another good game here, and he's pretty cheap. And then the question's going to be, are you paying – who are you paying up for on this slate? Are you paying up for Antetokounmpo right. at $11,300? Or, you know, can you fit him and Harden in a lineup? Or are you looking at a guy like Anthony Davis or LeBron? That's going to be the big questions on this slate. But, of course, you have to consider Antetokounmpo. If you think this game is going to be competitive and not just a big blowout, then then an Antetokounmpo can definitely hit value there. Um, where Harden hit value last game, but, of course, that was an overtime game. So we'll talk about that. So that's kind of what I have for the first game here, what we're looking at. Uh, some interesting decisions, definitely. Summer is here, and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest decision of all is do you pay up for Giannis, you know, in the possibility of a blowout? I mean, it's just so uh, – it's such a tough call, you know. Um, he's 11-3 on DraftKings and uh, same thing on FanDuel. So definitely a concern uh, price-wise if the game is going to stay close enough or not. Uh, that's, that's what it comes down to. Now, we know – of anybody in the league, Giannis is the most capable of getting a ton of DFS points in a short period of time. Um, you know, I it's hard. It's really tough. You, you're not going to be able to roster any combination of the big boys as far as Giannis Harden 
Davis and LeBron, you may have to choose between those four if you don't want to, you know, dumpster dive for your last couple of uh, players that you're going to roster. So I'm a little concerned that this blows out. I just think Milwaukee is so much better. They got off to a slow start. Uh, they seem to be firing on on more cylinders now than they were at the beginning. And I think you're right. Middleton's a big part of that team being the second guy, you know, uh, second banana to, to Giannis. So now that he's got it going, I think, you know, they may drill, drill Orlando pretty good. Now, what did play in our favor in some of these games, like, for example, Denver today, you know, uh, Murray was one of our key plays. And when a team is facing elimination, there's no holding back. You don't rest anybody or rotate anybody. Murray never came out of that game in the second half. Neither did Jokic. And that's because if they lose, they're gone. So that may be the similar thing with Vuk here. And Vukovic has been fantastic. They really haven't had an answer for him. And he has produced every game of this series. So, you know, I think they'll try to stay in it long enough that Vuk should be able to put up solid enough numbers, uh, you know, in a in a pretty thin uh, amount of centers. You know, if you look at FanDuel as far as who uh, qualifies at center after Vuk, then it's Nurk, Adams, Brooke Lopez, Whiteside, and McGee. So you got a massive drop off. So my my reasoning a lot, especially on FanDuel and DraftKings, you know, uh, secondarily, but. You know, there's just such a gap between Vuk and the next center as far as a, a possibility of performance. And if they do hang through even three quarters uh, with Milwaukee, I think Vuk, sh- you know, should and, and could very well be the top rated center. Now, I stated that two days ago and then veered off of him at the last minute. So, I'm holding to it this time, Shane. Don't let me switch off of Vukovic this time. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's the best center in this on this side. And on the Milwaukee side, you know, I Middleton's seven eight, which isn't that bad. And I'm with you. I think Giannis is smart enough to know that he needs Middleton playing great ball in order for them to take a deep run. And I think he's going to keep feeding him and getting the ball. I like Middleton. Uh, you know, I think you're right. I think the momentum's got him going in that direction. And those are really my top two plays here. Um, it's hard with Milwaukee and the other spots because there's the depth and the guys that they rotate. You know, Bledsoe is is pretty inexpensive uh, as point guards go. He's only 5,800. So, you know, you can look at him and Fultz at 5,100. So, you know, you got a couple of options there. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to go there, but I think uh, for me, the the one-offs on both sides here at very minimum, I think uh, Vuk and Middleton are my top two plays. All right. Let's go to game two. Game two is mybookie.ag updated line, 6.30 p.m. Eastern game. This is the one that should be a hard-fought, tight game. The Thunder and Rockets. Rockets are only favored by three. This game is 224.5, so a pretty good number for a Thunder game. That's up from what it's been before. So uh, how do you see this one playing out? And uh, do you think there's a benefit to roster more guys in this game just for the sheer fact they may all get more minutes? 
I think that's what most people are going to do. They're going to focus on uh, a lot of players from the scheme. There's going to be some value plays in other games as well, but uh, it is the closest game by far. It's a competitive match. The last game went to overtime, though, and the thing that concerns me is are the guys a little bit worn out and were their stats a little bit inflated when they went to overtime where some of these guys are getting over 40 minutes, you know? True. Uh, so you, you can't necessarily always expect that in the next game back. Uh, this is the slowest pace game uh, by quite a bit uh, in, so far in this series, even though Houston's a fast-paced game. They've been actually playing more down pace. Of course, they don't have Russell Westbrook. That's a big reason why. Big reason, yeah. Uh, but my... Yeah, but even though they're playing small ball still, you know, I always joke that they'll have Covington or Jeff Green at center, which is funny. Uh, so, but they're, it's a slower pace game, and that's what OKC kind of wants them to do with their guys. Uh, so I could see, I, I could see this game. You know, there could be some trap plays in here because of the slower pace, but because it's competitive and you feel like you're going to get a full four quarters at least, that's why it's going to be popular. Uh, so, of course, on the OKC side, I mean, you're mostly looking at the guards. You know, Chris Paul. 7,900 on FanDuel. You got SGA, Gildas Alexander. Uh, has been playing good. He got, I think, like 10 rebounds last game. So he's yeah. showing he can really do a lot there. Uh, he gets defensive stats, assists. He can score. Uh, he didn't shoot that well last game, but I think he can bounce back. So I like SGA at 7,300. And then, of course, uh, uh, Schroeder uh, really uh, did well. Uh, Schroeder did really well last game. He kind of went off, you know. And he was more aggressive, and I can feel like he's going to be a little bit uh, actually pretty highly owned because of uh, recency bias, and he did he did so well last game. He's six thousand dollars on Fanduel, sixty four hundred on DK. So you yeah. do have to look take a look at Schroeder just because he had a really good game last game, and he's getting a lot of minutes even though he's he's off the bench. He's really more like a starter uh, for this team. Uh, and then of course you got the Harden decision. Are you going to play Harden? Are you going to play one of these other top guys? And I mean, in general, when Westbrook's out, you almost have to play Harden, but you could also make the argument that OKC is playing pretty tough defense on him as well. Um, but yeah, Harden's a guy that you, it, that is a near must play. And that's going to be a tough decision depending on your lineup construction. There are going to be some value guys in the next game that'll allow you to get to Harden pretty easily though. He's 11,600 on fan to 11.8 on DK is expensive and then you got to really like guys like Eric Gordon at 5,800 and guys like uh, Daniel House at 4,800 on FanDuel in particular compared to House 5,500 on DK uh, he's a good value House is on, on FanDuel at 4,800 and then Covington hasn't played that well and hasn't really been that aggressive on offense lately but he's priced all the way down to 5,700 so I'm really yeah. not afraid to play Covington uh, he, you know, if he, he could have a breakout game here at 5,700 and Jeff Green kind of, again, another one of those guys who kind of play center power forward. He can hit threes. He can get defensive stats. He can rebound. He does everything right. So he's around 5,500. I think he's a pretty good value. So those are this, that's, those are the main guys that I'm kind of looking at here. And I think it's just a matter of which guys you want here um, in, in this game. That's one of the most, obviously the only one that's projected as a competitive game here. Yep. And, you know, I, I'm going to take the stance in this game of just common sense, in my opinion. I, I'm looking at this, and sometimes you can, over, you know, and I do this a lot, overanalyze and not, you know, go with the obvious. You know, we have two games that more than likely, I think, will blow out, you know, 15, 20-point games. I mean, it seems fairly obvious that obviously that doesn't always happen. But to me, the game that's the most competitive, even if you take away those overtime minutes on their numbers from last time around, 
you know, I think this is the game to play. I mean, Vegas is reactive by moving the over-under up, and I think there's solid plays here that aren't that expensive. I think they're priced very competitively, you know, to build out a lineup. Uh, first of all, I'm going to start with Harden. He's going to be my top play-up, my number one guy uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think he's just too good without Westbrook on the floor. I think he's, uh, I think he's has one of those special games still in his holster there, and I'm, I'm expecting big things from him in that game. So I'm going to start there for sure. Uh, you brought up a couple of, of guys that I uh, also love. I, I've been riding uh, Eric Gordon uh, right along here. He's really been the second option uh, to Harden, you know, w- as far as shots and shot attempts. They'll clear out the floor for him. And, you know, he's still priced right. He's only 6100 on on uh, DraftKings, which is super fair. I mean, he's down there with Carmelo and and Covington and, and Gallinari. And I think he's right now, uh, especially, you know, with the Westbrook situation is just a fantastic play. So I'm going to stay on him. Uh, I love Jeff Green. I, I am sold. I mean, this is multiple games in a row in the fourth quarter that Covington has not seen the floor and Green has finished all of those games. So to me, that says D'Antoni has determined that, Green's size and length at that center position to battle against Adams or Noel or whoever the big man is for Oklahoma is more conducive than having Covington in there. And he's still priced in the fives. He's 56 on DraftKings. So, you know, I I see myself stacking that side with the Houston guys. And then I think you have a bunch of choices you could make that are fairly priced uh, in Oklahoma City. Um, I think Paul's a little too high at 81, but then if you look at that next group, uh, Schroeder at 64, and you know Shea, who I think is really coming to his own these last two games and playing very well, he's at 74, so he's a little high, but he's still under you know that that cap. And then you know they're getting a lot of minutes uh, from Dort, and he's. Still only 42. We had we got him at 35 the other day, but you know I know he's not tearing it up, but he he's getting minutes in the 30s. You know they need him to try to guard Harden and do some things in there. So if you do need the super value guy, he's an option also. So I'm going to be stacking the living daylights out of this game, five or six guys, uh, probably three by three or three by two, and I just think it's the it's the best choice. Not just the safest choice, and again, you know, I'm a majority cash player, so I think you can't ignore this. Now, if you're GPP, then, you know, you spread it out a little bit more between the three games and take your shots. But I think it's just the smartest play and and not to get over cute with it and, and just go with what's, you know, the obvious. And I think this is the game that really should be the most competitive and the main players will get the the biggest run. Make sense? Yeah, definitely makes sense. I can see this is going to be the highly uh, the highest owned game, um, and it's it does totally make sense. It can, I mean, it's rare that you see a game that's you know only a three point favorite, and then the other two the other two games have fourteen point favorites. So it's yeah. super obvious which games are going to be competitive. And yeah. I think the really interesting thing is 
do one of those blowout games actually become a close game? That's going to be very interesting. I know well, it's that, probably that'll unlikely. That'll the whole slate. No, it could happen. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. could happen. Yeah. No doubt. Now, this is the game I think is more most likely the blowout simply because, you know, you take Dame off the floor for Portland, which he's not going to play. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, this game has all kinds of blowout potential. I mean, he's been arguably the most valuable player to his team of anybody in the entire bubble, uh, even Luca. I mean, he's uh, Dame has just completely carried that team on his back uh, in to get them to this point. But without him, I guess, you know, as we break this down, it's uh, it's a 14-point game as well, and it's a 222.5. So it is the lowest of the three, which was really bizarre because two days ago it was the highest of on the board. So I guess Dame makes that much of a difference uh, in Vegas's eyes as well. So, uh, you know, how are you going to focus on this game at all, or well, are you – are you looking to fill in beforehand? Yeah, I mean, I think you're looking at mega chalk value play here with uh, Anthony Simons. Um, with him getting good minutes, I mean, the guy's really talented. He's been buried on that bench, obviously, behind all the one of the best backcourts in the league. Uh, so I feel like, you know, Anthony Simons is going to be huge ownership at minimum price on FanDuel at 3500 and 4000 and. I mean, he's. Uh, it's going to be hard to get off uh, off that chalk there. Um, I think he's a great play, and I think he's going to definitely smash value. And then uh, you can look at Gary Trent Jr. at four thousand dollars on Fanduel, forty eight hundred on DK. I mean, he's going to get a ton more usage as well with Lillard off the floor, and he's very talented. And and then McCollum, you know, he makes you a little nervous because he's got a back issue. Um, but he's 7,200 on FanDuel, priced up a little bit, 8,100 on DK. Um, and McCollum's obviously going to get a, a massive uh, uh, usage bump. Uh, and then you got guys like Carmelo, who's a walking bucket, basically. You know, he's definitely older, but the guy can score. So uh, he's going to get a lot more usage. And then I also like the sneaky play of playing the center in Nurkic. Uh, he had a better game last game where Nurkic for a big man can score really well and they're going to need him yeah. to score more. And we know he can get rebounds and blocks and those type of things and even assist. So I like Nurkic. I think he's actually too cheap on FanDuel at 7,500. And I actually like him probably better than Vucevic uh, on this slate here um, for okay. uh, because of uh, Lillard being out. And a lot of people don't think of that. You know, let's play a center if the star point guard's out. But that's the way I'm looking at this this situation here. Uh, so I think even though we're looking at a potential blowout here and probable blowout, there's too much value to be had on the Portland side. And then the Lakers side, I don't think I'm going to go to their value players. I mean, you know, Danny Green and uh, Caldwell Pope are okay guys in that $4,000 range. They're certainly been playing a little bit better, but it's hard to get to those guys when you have so much other better value in this play. And then you can look at Anthony, uh, or you can look at uh, Anthony Davis, I kind of like Davis better than LeBron on this particular slate because I feel like this is going to be, okay, Davis went out with an injury last game. LeBron took over and commanded it and had a great game in short minutes. Where I feel like those guys kind of alternate, and LeBron will take that leadership role like we were talking about with Giannis and Middleton, where LeBron will defer to Anthony Davis and let him kind of get hot in this game a little bit, especially if they feel like they're going to close it out. Uh, so I feel like it's an Anthony Anthony Davis uh 
uh, slate here, and I think he might be worth paying up for at 11100 and he's pretty cheap on DK at 10500 And then, of course, you got LeBron in the 10600 on FanDuel, 10800 on DK, and LeBron started playing like LeBron the last few games, right? So he, you definitely have to consider him. But I feel like if if Anthony Davis is healthy, that he's going to have his breakout game, and, and LeBron's going to defer to him a little bit more this game. And that's kind of what I'm looking at. And like I said, this is going to be major – Anthony Simon's uh, slate here, chalk slate. Interesting. I yeah. I have a completely different take on okay. this game, and we could, okay, I mean, good. we could both partially be right or both partially be wrong, yeah. or however you want to yeah. look at it. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this game completely different. And here's here's my my theory on this. I think the Lakers are gonna win by quite a bit. I don't think they're gonna push LeBron or AD. So I don't think they're gonna get full run at full effort. So I, I don't think they'll pay up pay off value. And, yeah, we could recommend all the top-priced guys here, but it's not realistic. For me, I'm paying up for Vukovic and Harden. That's where my pay-up ends. Then I got to be smart after that. I don't see how Davis or LeBron smash value in this game without Dame on the other side. I know it's a closeout game, but I think it's going to be done fairly easily. I also don't like the ancillary guys for the Lakers. Nobody, in my opinion, I know Pope had a decent game the last time out. Everybody tries to force these plays with either, you know, Kuzma or Waiters or whomever, McGee, Howard, whatever, and they just don't generally pay off value. They all split up and carve it up. So I'm not touching any Lakers. Here's here's my biggest point for the show today. I think Anthony Simons is just a dead-ass trap. I think he's <laughs> going to be super high-owned. Everybody's going to plug him right in thinking he's going to be the guy that steps in. And I don't think he's very good right now. I don't think he's playing well. He hasn't gotten rotational minutes in a long time. I just don't think he's going to do that well. Now, I know he doesn't have to. You know, the, the excuse is, well, he's that cheap. He only has to get 20 points, whatever. Well, you're not going to be taking much down with like a 15, 16 fantasy point Simons. My opinion is if you really dig through the stats and look at Portland and the usage and where it goes when Dame sits, there's two guys, I'm sorry, three guys that that take almost all of that usage. The first one being... The best play in this game, C.J. McCollum. The dude is a veteran. He's His back is fine. He'll get through this. He's going to try to carry him. For as long as they stay in this game, he's going to take every big shot. Okay? The second piece, the other guy that, that uh, gets is Carmelo. I'm not sure I'm going to roster Carmelo, but his usage, I'm just saying, his usage mm-hmm. after McCollum goes up, the second most, he's going to look for the shot. He's going to look to try to take that leadership role. Uh, you know, I'm not crazy about him, but you got to know those numbers. And then here's the guy that I think is the value play here. Gary Trent Jr. He has hit big shot after big shot in the bubble. Big part of the reason, big part. I mean, yes, Dane carried them. Nurk did a fine job till he's sort recently sort of run out of gas. But that third guy was Trent. It wasn't McCollum. It was Trent Jr. in those games in the, in the bubble where he was just drilling five, six, seven threes a game and, and really stepping it up. I think he's the guy 
that is the key play here rather than Simons. And I'm really going to be on him. He's my secret squirrel for tomorrow uh, when everybody else is going to be looking at Simons. And then one last point. I do think Nurk is a little tired. I think he's a little spent and very well so. I mean, he came back from a catastrophic injury and played monster minutes to get him to this point. And there's one other thing that took place today that is going to be in AD's head. Uh, Giannis was awarded the most uh, the defensive player of the year in the NBA today. He got the award. The guy that finished second, and personally, in my opinion, I think deserved it the most was Anthony Davis. He's had a tremendous year defending in the paint and getting out. And I mean, he can he's just a fantastic defender that's taken it to another level. And the vote wasn't close. I know Giannis is like superhuman and, you know, just ridiculous. But I think Davis, you know, just the extra little spark of saying, you know what, I'm the best paint defender in this league. I'm going to step it up. And then you combine the fact that Nurk's got to face that. And on top of it, you got Whiteside, who's playing alongside of Nurk, stealing a lot of those rebounds, getting a few of the blocks that Nurk might get and just taking some of those stats away. So I think the reason Nurk's price has gone down is for those particular reasons that I think his potential number goes down. So this is a key game. I think a lot of people are going to make mistakes in this game, and I'm hoping that our listeners and then our members, as we put the full lineups together, uh, will be able to really take advantage of that. And and if you want to see those lineups, definitely jump aboard dfscoachtalk.com you can join for a week a month a year whatever you want to do you get full access to everything that we do all of all of our sports we have four sports we don't do karate and diving and everything else like some of these guys we do basketball football baseball and golf and we know them we have pros we do them uh stronger and harder than anybody else out there i'm telling you right now but if you want to see those lineups jump in discord with us become a member we uh produce a complete fan duel lineup a to z here's here's the lineup get out there take some stuff down we do the same thing on fantasy draft and then we do something very unique uh which is you know i haven't seen the exact format by anyone else for DraftKings, we do something called the Coach's Clipboard, and we highlight a core of players from that uh, clipboard. So it gives you our best plays plus a pool of guys to to fill out that DraftKings roster. So uh, I feel strong about this slate tomorrow. I know a lot of people are like, you know, two blowout games. This is going to be a crappy slate. I love this slate. I think that you've got the key game that you got to focus on in Oklahoma City and Houston, and then you have a, a few tweaks that you have to avoid those pitfalls tomorrow in a, a few of these other guys uh, that can really take down some good stuff. And as soon as you go from a one or two game slate up to a three or four game slate, it everything changes. You know, the, the multiplication of how many lineups are different and everything else just becomes so much better once you're past two games. So, I think, you know, just from a statistical uh, standpoint, the three games allows, you know, some diversification so you can really do some good things, not just in cash, but in GPPs as well. Does that make sense, sir? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love Simon still, even after your explanations. And I, and, I, and I have a feeling I would actually probably take the points. I have a feeling that there's a little overreaction here with this 14-point spread. And because obviously their superstar Lillard's out, but it's not like Portland doesn't have any other talented players. But in any, it's not like they don't have any depth at all. I think they have a lot of talented players even with Lillard out. Um, so I think that they can keep it close enough to be competitive where these these guys still play in the fourth quarter. And I think I think Sam Simons is going to smash value. I think he's good for. Uh, upwards of 30 plus fantasy points Ooh. which is going to smash value so i know you know i like to make a bold prediction at the end yeah. of every podcast so uh so that's that's my bold prediction and i know it's it. kind of it's definitely not cash mentality it's definitely more of a gpp mentality there so <laughs> i think you, i don't think you'll be alone with that i think there's other people that are going to yeah. be on that as well but I think that's a bold call for sure. And, you know, you're right. I mean, the Lakers may be looking at this. Dame's out. We're going to coast here and, you know, not have the pedal to the metal. If that's the case, you know, then then you could be right. So, you know, we'll have to see how the Lakers come out if they really want to finish this. You know, there are two things, the reasons why I really like the Lakers in this blowout, too. One being I think there was a lot of emotion yesterday with the you know Kobe day and everything else. You know, and so I think that coming off of that, you know, there there could be a natural letdown. So you got to be careful there. But I think that they're going to see that and they're going to talk to that. I think Vogel will speak to that in the locker room, Uh, you know, and and, you know, the, the second piece of it, too, is they watched the Clippers tonight absolutely dismantle the Mavericks 156 points and just roll it up. And, you know, the Clippers made a statement, and I think the Lakers want to come right back and make a statement and say, we'll see you in the Western final. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if those narratives play out, and uh, we'll see how it rolls. But uh, great stuff, man. It's going to be it's gonna be fun to see how we're going. We'll have a mixture of stuff. Shane's going to uh, send me, you know, some of his – picks and selections and i will promise you i'll put simons in that in that uh coach's uh, clipboard for you uh, i'll be posting for all of them tomorrow uh but i will have shane's input so what you'll see on that DraftKings coaches clipboard and core will be a combination of of shane's brain and mine which we need both of them to equal probably one normal one so we'll uh, we'll do that together and then I'll have FanDuel and Fantasy Draft up there as well, man. So any final hoops thoughts, buddy? No, I think Orlando is going fishing. I mean, you know, there's some good fishing down in Florida. So there uh, is. not just the Orlando bubble. I'm talking about the Orlando Magic. They're going fishing. And uh, I think they're done. And Milwaukee's ready to roll and get some rest. Uh, and then I think Portland has a little fight left in them, even though they don't have Lillard. So that's that's kind of my thoughts here. And I agree that the game to OKC in Houston is definitely competitive, but I think it's a little bit uh, they're going to be playing a lot of defense. You know, I think it's going to be a little bit slower paced, a little bit lower scoring. That's kind of what I'm thinking, even though Houston is a small ball team. Well, we will see. That's why yeah. they got to lace them up, man. It's going to be very exactly. interesting. couple things real quick. Uh the best way to keep up on the news, follow us on Twitter and in Discord. If you want to check us out on Twitter, we're posting stuff all the time. We're at DFS Coach Talk, so all our pros are posting there. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. 
Shane is at DET Sports Shane, and Andrew is at Language Olympic. Uh, YouTube, as I said, we're DFS Coach Talk. If you're watching us there, thumbs up, subscribe, hit the alarm button. Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk, and we'd love to have you become a member. Join at DFSCoachTalk.com, hit subscribe, and we will get you in Discord before you can whistle. And uh, our charity of choice here, MambaOn3.org, that's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org, it is a wonderful charity set up by the Bryant family. Uh, that is it. I want to thank our two uh, presenting sponsors uh, tonight, MyBookie.ag and uh, TBG.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, no space, one word on either one, and you get those wonderful offers that we talked about earlier. That is it, my man. We are have another one in the books, and uh, it's going to be a fun day tomorrow. This this basketball run is, like I say, it's just getting started. I uh, The second and, and uh, round and third round are just going to be crazy because we're getting r- rid of some of these fringe teams like the Orlandos and and really starting to get down to the brass taxes of it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I appreciate you joining me tonight, man. And uh, I like the uh, the fact that we're going to get to hear you at some point, spin some of these hits, do a little, uh, do a little scratch in and we're going to, I can't wait to hear yeah. it, man. I didn't know you were so multi-talented. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I appreciate you. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully, that you know, this gives you some some real insight into uh, taking down uh, whatever you're playing, cash, GPP, the whole nine yards. So we wish you luck. And uh, if you want some more information, definitely check us out and jump aboard. We have the best community in the DFS industry. All right. So for Sugar Shane Caldwell, Andrew Hansen, our entire DFS Coach Talk team. I am Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>